In the following live session recording, Scott Patrick, pastor to children at First Baptist Church, Douglasville, Georgia, talks about from basic to blown away, different types of kids worship. Learn tips and strategies on how to lead kids worship no matter the size of the church, budget, or number of volunteers you may have. Let's join Scott now. All right, so while y'all are sitting here and we're getting ready, I got some uh, posters right here. And I want you to think about children's worship or even or even youth worship, like you were talking about. Did I give you some? Did I give you some? All right. Um, that I want you to think about if you do children's worship or if you do youth worship, how does your worship uh, service look? What do you do in these? So when we talk about what's some of your kids or youth's favorite songs? What's some of the songs that they sing that you like to sing with them? What about the message? How do you uh, do the message? Uh, what are some different ways? How do you close out your service each day or each Sunday? Uh, what does your opening look like? What do you do for uh, your opening worship? And right here, I've got prayer. How do you, what's some things that you do with prayer? And then behind this curtain, on this side, I got games. What do you do some type of games uh, with your, uh, uh, in your worship? So I've got a, a marker if y'all, if you, anybody need a pen or anything to write with on your post-it note. So you can get up and just kind of write down some things and then put your post-it note on your, on this poster. And then that'll give us some ideas about uh, what you do. All right, so let's go get up and, and do that as we start. All right, we'll go ahead and get going. So y'all already put some things up there. And uh, you can continue writing things up. Because uh, they're good. Exactly. <laughs> so you guys, I know Josh and Carol Ann, and um, but good to have all of you here uh, for this session. And we're going to be talking about children's worship. Um, we're going to talk about some strategies, how to plan for children's worship. And uh, when we do these conferences, I know I'll learn from everybody. So uh, feel free to to interject and share uh, things at different times as we go through um, the, the conference tonight. Because we all want to leave here taking two or three things with us that we can implement in our ministries that we can um, uh, try or maybe uh, even make better than what we uh, normally do. But uh, what is worship? When we talk about worship, what is worship? How do you describe worship? What's the definition of worship? Praising God. Yeah. Praising God. What? Yeah, praising right. God. How are, what are ways that we can praise God? What do we do? Our gift to God. Okay. Praying, reading the Bible, Praying, singing. Yeah. Reading the Bible, singing. And, you know, a lot of times kids, and even sometimes adults, uh, get into the... Uh, habit of thinking we only worship on Sunday at, at 11 o'clock, right? Is that true? Is that a true statement? Well, we do worship on Sunday at 11 o'clock or whatever time your worship is, but worship is a lifestyle, right? We do it every day. It's every breath that we breathe. And uh, that's something that we uh, it, uh, try to teach kids that that it's it's what you do. It's the praying. It's the it's just not singing, but it's the reading the Bible. It's uh, listening. There's you can worship while you just listen, um, but it's a lifestyle. Something that we do every day. But on Sundays is when we come together as a corporate body to worship the Lord. Now, Jeff Land, who uh, wrote an article for Lifeway, uh, he came, uh, he wrote about uh, worship styles for children from basic to blown away. So I've listed here some things that I want you to decide what is your children's worship style, right? If you do children's worship, whether it's on Sunday morning, or if it's Wednesday night, or maybe you uh, Sherry, like you're talking about wanting to do uh, youth worship, start something for them. Uh, what would you want that to look like? Well, 
I was thinking in the lines of um, song worship, pretty much mm -hmm. just starting out or whatever, just bringing that in somewhere in in your studies. In the youth study. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, good. they come together and they do their studies and everything else, and um, I was wanting to. Yeah. And that's a good way to start. Yeah, that's good. So let's look at uh, what is your worship style. What is your kids' worship style? The first one is basic. Okay, so basic here mainly just talks about maybe you rotate leaders in every week different leaders or maybe they're on a monthly schedule all right that's how your volunteers work maybe your volunteers they can read over a session real quickly you hand them uh, a week before and they look over that uh, what they're going to do for that week and then they come in and do it and volunteers they may rely mainly on videos or uh, cds uh, for that worship service. That's kind of a, of a basic um, kids worship style. What about blended? Now blended here uh, means you may use video. There could be uh, songs that you're using uh, to teach and then also using it for drama. You may be also uh, using the videos for different games or something. Uh, that you can that you can uh, do like uh, Bible Jeopardy. Yeah, Bible Jeopardy, something like that. Uh, maybe you you do have somebody that is a host or a director, or maybe you have a children's pastor. Uh, they're in there uh, guiding that. They're the in the front leading that and uh, doing the message. You, leaders will do the teaching and bring a message. Okay, you've got somebody actually teaching. Um, then you've got um, children uh, in the main corporate uh, in main corporate worship part of the time, and then they move to children's church. Maybe they, with the adults, they're part of the singing, and then at some time uh, during that uh, during that worship service, the kids are dismissed, and you go to uh, a separate worship area. Then you've got uh, blown away, and what that means is like maybe you do have a live band. Somebody uh, plays guitar. Somebody may play uh, the keyboard. Um, you have some people that may like to do skits, and they do live skits. There's a live message. You're not watching a video of a of a of a of the Bible story, but you're teaching the lesson. Uh, then you've got videos that are just kind of used for countdowns, bumpers. Or graphics you know different things like that so where do you see your uh, your children's worship at what do you see what does your church look like within this who would like to have you y'all yeah ours is blended okay I'm like her also we have three services on Sunday morning okay at, uh, 8 9 15 and then 10 30 okay so our Kids have two sets of Sunday schools to go to, right. where the parents and the kids can go to Sunday school at the same time or worship. Right. And then our 1030 hour is when we do our uh, kids place, we call it, or okay. worship. Right. And I do the kindergarten through sixth grade. Okay. But we come in together, have lights down, music first, mm -hmm. uh, and we keep them all together in mm -hmm. there. We have about 150 that's in right. one big room, uh, just for the opening. Yeah. And then we separate kindergarten through second that goes mm -hmm. off in three different rooms, a kindergarten, a first, and a second with different leaders okay. that teach. We all on the same story yes. each week, and then uh, I take the bigger group and keep okay. them, and we teach. We have rotating teachers, right. and right. we do games in there, right. we do stories. We basically do the same thing, uh -huh. um, except for kindergarten on down, we do it a little bit simpler for them and have a puppet show, and, right. and we close out of our rooms instead of closing together. Okay. All right. We have check-in stations in different places. Yeah. Good deal. All right. Well, so mine's more blended, I think. Blended. All right, blood more blended. What would you? You're at a new place now. I know. Are y'all doing children's worship there? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'd say it's a little bit between blended and blown away. Okay. Like. Yeah. I mean, we don't have the live music. Mm -hmm. We still use video prepackaged videos, but everything else is pretty live. Okay. That we use. All right. Um, so. But yeah. I would say, is it? Um, your own hour, or do you, mm -hmm. they share it? No, go, it's our own hour in there. Do you do Sunday school before it, or? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they leave Sunday school, and we're on the same hall as our children's worship area, mm -hmm. so they just come. Teachers bring them down. Okay. Now, some of our kids—that's part of our checkout. Our second hour is, mm -hmm. 
you know, parents can come check their kids out to take them to main worship if they want to, but okay. if they stay, they'll stay for children. Y'all stay in that same group the whole time? Yes. Now, for that, it's just first through third mm-hmm. grade. Mm-hmm. And then our preschool, stay in the preschool building right. the entire time. Right. And they have their own preschool worship. Right. Okay. So you're just first through third? Yes. Okay. All right. So Carolyn. the other one, so they sit out front. I was wondering about our age group. Our oh. guest is sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I'm wanting to, I'm wanting Caroline, you was explaining. Well, the nine right o'clock time was I have a smaller group. We, the preschool to first, you know, if they're under first grade or under, they go straight to class and stay there the whole time. Uh, if second grade not, we go into the worship. Because I, if it weren't for that, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't get to go to worship at mm-hmm. all. And so uh, we sit in for the music in the mm-hmm. say worship. I should say the music portion of worship um, in the. Uh, large group, you know, in the adult group, right. and then we come out. But as he gets up to speak, you know, mm-hmm. we don't have like a special music. But uh, when the, that part's over, we go out, and then I teach the sixth, second through fifth grade, uh, and we're just doing a, a Matthew. We're just reading the scripture, mm-hmm. walking through it. I'm trying to help them teach, teach them how to study it. But then the second hour, it's a 10:45 time. Uh, there's a 30 minute break though from the other one's supposed to let out at 9 15 <laughs> i mean uh, not 9 15 10 15 and the next right. one doesn't start with 10 45 yeah so that's always a fun time but usually my volunteers they've gone to worship at nine it's mm-hmm. good and then uh one of the first things that i did that i when i went there is the hardest thing for me is the kids uh, the being consistent and having the same teacher instead mm-hmm. of having to rotate yeah and that was a I just started praying that first year that I was there that, I, you know, I just, I told the church one time, you don't have rotating, rotating pastors. <laughs> so how's a kid going to learn from different stuff? You know, right. anyway, but that's the way we have to do. Right. The volunteers, I mean, I'm sure we all yeah. deal with that. But right, yeah, we start with a large group and do, sing some songs with them and pray mm-hmm. and then dismiss in the Age groups. Age groups. Mm-hmm. All right. And you guys Bible story about right? Yeah, we did the message in there. Now, does your church have children's worship? We have, yes, we do have a children's worship. And I've just come out of that pretty much. And I was, uh, yeah, I was okay. well, I'm kind of um, in between and just seen some areas where we have had a big, I mean, our were growing and had a huge children's thing for the longest time. And then now the youth are growing and you're getting the little gaps here and there, you know, as your yeah. church grows and all. And I was just, I seen a, a need. Yeah, and we have kids good. that are very, I mean, very musically talented in the youth. And I was like, they need to be using this. So that's where I was kind of plugging in so there. So those things that you've learned in children's worship, our, yeah, our kids start. Yeah, our children's, we pretty much, we had like three groups that rotated out mm-hmm. every month and had, so that we wouldn't get burnt out kind right. of deal. And then we would do the mix, pretty right. much a blend. Right. And we would have some live you know, some of the, like you said, the youth would come up and do some songs and all with them and do the motions and all that. And then we'd have some where mm-hmm. it was videos. It's whatever the preference is right. and whether that it's the people to fill it at the moment. But. Right. Is your youth, are you trying to do it on Sunday morning separate from the adult? No, or like it's going to be night? like a Wednesday night. Okay, yeah. 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 That's what we do now. Yeah. We have yeah. youth worship on Wednesday night. I mean, they come mm-hmm. and worship with us. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've gone uh, yeah. totally backwards um, in the last three years since our current pastor came, uh-huh. we did away with children's church okay. altogether. Yeah. Um, uh, we had a halftime youth minister and he has resigned with more babies in his family and other mm-hmm. obligations. We have a student pastor and I'm not even quite sure what that is, but I think he's sixth grade under his emphasis, but he's also doing youth. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do pastor's pal, which usually the student pastor yes. that does that. Our children 
except for the tiny ones, and even a lot of the tiny ones, because because of Hurricane Michael, mm -hmm. we have combined Sunday school classes. We lost half of our Sunday school. Mm -hmm. wow. And so the nursery is about 12 by 12 right now. Right. Oh, and so they um, are coming, mm -hmm. more of them are coming, even two and three year olds are coming to church. Our children are very active in all of our worship services. Okay. Um, the they come up and lead some of the songs. Mm -hmm. um, they do the pastor's pals. They introduce the mission of the month, and we have them collecting money from the congregation mm -hmm. for the girl boy oh, okay. contest for yeah. Mission Georgia and things like that. Okay. Um, on Sunday night, our student pastor does jam. Mm -hmm. Um, right before worship service and they sometimes share that on Sunday night services. Okay. Our youth primarily have their in the basement drums, guitar, while worship service on Wednesday night after supper. Okay. The children's choirs are before supper and the youth are after supper during RAGA time okay. and everything. Right. But, um, we've brought the children back into the church and it's really right. working well. Right. Yeah. And we're all, it sounds like we're all at different places yeah. and we have different situations. No. There's no right or wrong. Right or wrong. There's mm -hmm. no. And you mean, do they, I'm sorry, didn't yeah. know, I got a question. Yeah. Well, they sit, <laughs> okay. do they sit together or they sit with their parents? They usually combine, um, there are usually two or three children who want to sit together, so their parents will kind of fence them in. Uh, you know. Okay, but it's near um, parents. Yeah, the younger children sit in the south wing in case the parents have to walk out with them for a diaper change or something. Right. They usually, or the parents, the younger children, the younger children who are sucking bottles yeah. in the choir, we can see them over there. Get so you don't bottles. even have nursery? We do, but it's very oh. tiny right now. Right, right. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a tiny little room. We you. had to combine so many adults and everything right. or um we lost the, the whole nursery yes. where, where is your church at sylvester there's the best wait between all that close to where you were we yeah. dealt with that yeah yeah, yeah so far where yeah. I, w I was in moultrie oh yeah. First yeah. moultrie yeah yeah we're first bad to sylvester yeah 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 and we our the roof of our education building came up off and water came in during hurricane mm -hmm. well i'm all for it like when i was in rome i was the mm -hmm. music minister also when mm -hmm. i when i lived there i was doing children and music but so we would the kids would do music in the service and mm -hmm. they all sat in the front together the right. people leading children's worship would sit with them right. and then you know we would dismiss and go do i would go do a mm -hmm. message for them yeah um and I really like that. I like that they're in, in the, the worship center. I like center. that the people get to see the kids. Yes, my senior adults don't know kids or their families. They don't know who they belong yeah. to yeah. or anything. Yeah. Kids if you don't. down from the balcony. A lot of them, and I don't know why they sit there. It takes them five yeah. minutes to get up there down for pastor's pal. But uh, it's so funny to hear their little steps coming down the steps right. and yeah. running down the aisle, and they all do it in their own unique way. I mean, they look funny. Well, so one thing that we're work, trying to work on is for those family worship services is to try to rotate it where a youth gets up there and welcomes everybody to the church mm -hmm. or a kid goes up there and at the welcome the kid prays mm -hmm. you know to kind of dismiss so it do you come out one time a month or what yeah time? one time a month mm -hmm. we have That's almost what. every sunday night the youth sing the special on sunday night and one of the youth reads a bible passage almost every sunday yeah. night mm -hmm. oh i'd say every sunday night we can rotate that in our every week yeah and I've been part of churches that uh, do both, all of these. Uh, the current church that I'm at now is First Baptist Douglasville, and uh, we went to children's worship about six years ago. We did not have children's worship before then, and uh, we began that. And, uh, and I'm an advocate that the kids need to be in worship at some point in time, mm -hmm. they need to see their parents well, worshiping. That's what I'm saying. They need to see them singing. They need to see them praying. They need. There's something about uh, just being corporately. Mm -hmm. And so what we did, we did the once a Sunday. Um, no, uh, so they 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 and it, it did. It, it does give your volunteers a break. I've asked to just do it the fifth yeah. Sunday of the month. Like, yeah. 
That's three, four times a year. The kids are never out at the sanctuary at all. Well, unless they're in the first service. We went to children's church. Our Sunday school for our kids. I didn't. We didn't have it. I sat with Mama. It's more of a. It's a trend. But one of the things my pastor right. did a series on the end times these last mm-hmm. few weeks I, those kids don't need to hear yeah. what he's yeah. saying about yeah. that and when you're talking about divorce and marriage and purity and all mm-hmm. those things that's there I agree times, there's right. times they don't need to right. sit in on a message but I definitely think they need this just like you said mm-hmm. see their family usually on our what we try to do is on that well, ours is the fourth Sunday. And what church are you in? I didn't hear. First Baptist Douglasville. Douglasville, okay. And so what we try to do is on that fourth Sunday, we do observe the Lord's Supper. And our pastor does use that to tell the parents to say, this is a teaching opportunity for your child. If they have not made their profession of faith and been baptized, you know, he explains that they can't participate, right. but they need, but... Uh, a lot of the way he says, I want you to huddle around your family and talk about this while the elements are being passed around and everything. And uh, But the kids get to see that. Yeah, they get yeah. to see it. Well, uh, that's usually a Sunday we do, uh, when we have baptisms. We'll, uh, they'll be on that that's Sunday. Say, these they'll kids get, have never seen a profession of faith over baptism yeah, until they're to see ready the, to do the it. The baptism and everything. Uh, well, so, when we so, have kids get baptized, we take I take those kids, take them in I there. take the whole class last yeah. night. So yes, they have, they do get that experience, but mm-hmm. when that time's over, we go back out. But so no matter where we're at, yeah. no matter how our children's worships are structured, there's some things and some strategies and things that we can be thinking about as we plan and do some things. So I got my big cube here, all right? So I got six things that I want us to talk about. All right, so I'm gonna uh, toss it first, and then I'll toss it to Sherry first, and you gotta, and you gotta look for the number one, okay? All right, pull, and pull that card out. Pull the number one card out. All right, so on the back of your sheet, you can fill in the blank. The first thing that we need to do when we're thinking about children's worship or even youth worship, uh, is make a plan. We've got to have a plan. And one of the first things when I began doing children's worship at First Baptist Douglasville was I had to get a team together. I could not do it by myself. And I wasn't going to do it by myself. So we had to get a a team together. Now when I say team, um, you know, I, I was looking for maybe four people. Is what I was definitely looking for. I wanted somebody to be responsible for sound, to help run sound and some video. I needed somebody to be a greeter at the entrance of the door. Uh, and that person would also, if a child needed to go uh, to the restroom or had some need, they could go with them and watch them as they go down the hall. I needed uh, a person to help me lead some music. I need somebody to help me lead some music. And then I needed another person to help if they could do some skits or if they could help uh, make some announcements for me because what my job was going to be, my part was going to be bring the message, just to do the message. So uh, four was my number. Now, do I always have four? Mm, no. <laughs> I make it with who I can. Uh, and so, but that, that's the, the ideal number for me. And we normally have about 30 uh, to 40 kids, first through fifth grade. We do bring up fifth grade into it. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but uh, yeah. I really use my fifth graders as leaders. Yeah, we do. And I yeah. think that, we'll talk a little bit more about it, but that helps them, train them yeah. to maybe when they go into uh, the adult worship service they can uh, learn and be uh, leaders as they go but uh, if you look at the back of your uh, sheet so you got to make a plan enlist people you definitely want people who are passionate about kids all right and I know that's sometimes hard uh, you may have uh, it may be really easy for you but you do want people who love kids if they don't like kids uh, don't I wouldn't be asking them, but you know, find people who like kids. Um, you may even find people who like to speak in groups. Like if you've got somebody who can make announcements, or they might like to do a drama, they're not afraid to be in front of front of people. 
and then maybe they can like, lead a song. And I would even say, I mean, even if they can't sing, I'm really not looking for somebody to sing great. If they can just sing along with the video, uh, that would be awesome. That's, you know, just because I really, I, in my worship service, we rely upon video songs uh, to, uh, with the words down at the bottom and, you know, the, the graphics going on. But uh, that's what we that's what we rely upon. Now, every now and then, I'll have one of our orchestra members that play guitar. They'll come up and do a song. Uh, but the problem with that is, I have to wait till the choir gets through singing and they get up there. Yeah. So, uh, so, but you know, do you, I, have, do you have one service or one children's church or have you? We do. We what have one children's worship. Yep. We have Sunday school. And then we have uh, worship, and so the kids who we give our kids the option. And parent, if parents want to bring their kids to worship with them in corporate worship, they come and pick them up from Sunday school. Okay. And if they want to stay in kids worship, they can stay in kids worship. We just transfer them down to our worship room. Um, you might have somebody that just likes to teach hand motions. You know, that would like to do some hand motions. Uh, they don't have to sing. They really don't have to get up and be the leader to lead them in a group, they could be off to the side. They just may like to do motions. That could be your fifth graders. Uh, you know, and maybe incorporate some of your youth who like to That's do that. Good. So bring some of them into the mix. Um, Mine aren't free anymore. Do what now? They're not free. They're not free? What are they That's doing? That's when they do small group. Oh, are they? Okay. Change that. So then I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'm terrible for pulling them out because I use them, you know, sometimes with my preschool. You know, right. Just helping his extra hands. Not <laughs> you couldn't rotate out one or, you know, or like have them change out so they're not missing it the entire time, but then helping. If they will. If they would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, there's some people that, that would like to run media <laughs> or the That's a very privilege run, <laughs> run set, uh, sound <laughs> or tech. Um, and then uh, you know people who like and I I do like my old, my fifth graders do mm -hmm. that they can run a computer better than I they can, can. they you're, can fix it your teenagers it goes off and well, I don't know how to get this on I got two boys that can they are troubleshooters like, okay, good, they are really you. good at that so it's good to have that type of person that would uh, that would help you and then just somebody who like to control kids in in a group mm -hmm. setting you got to have somebody that's that. Kind of authority figure that can Still help teacher. you round them up. Yes, they know perfect. Yes, exactly. Um, the next thing is a select. Uh, uh, you gotta when you're doing children's worship, you kind of need to think ahead of what you're going to do. What your message is going to be. Uh, how what, um, a lot of times um, some of our if we leave it to our volunteers, they're going to wait to the last minute to decide what they're going to study. But if if you can plan your messages out, what what your themes are going to be, then uh, at least you know maybe two weeks or a week ahead of time, that would be ideal. Um, so you know, uh, selecting those uh, themes and when you select a theme for your children's worship for like a series, then be thinking about songs that go along with that theme. And what what would be songs that that you could use, and then along with that, then you, if you use drama or skits, or if you show a, a video of a biblical story that goes along with that uh, in a video, you got to think about where you're going to get that, and then uh, put that together and putting together all the graphics. So if you think about um, children's worship, having a plan is it's not waiting to the last minute. Uh, you've got to think ahead of time and help your volunteers to get ready. If you're the one that's putting it together, then you've got to get everything organized and ready to go. Um, and I, if you do, I like doing themes like for four weeks. Um, some of the, uh, tomorrow I'm, we talk about the different curriculum and different worship studies that we can purchase and buy. And a lot of those go six to eight weeks. But I'm a, I get bored, yeah. so I have to change it up. So but do you do? Okay, now hold up a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have this problem. Yeah. I can't do a VBS set 
for a theme every month. No, no, no. When I say it, no, when I say a theme, no, we're just talking like it may be a, a like Maybe this, like this month. We did that. Our whole church is doing missions. Okay. So we okay. do a study on Some missions. Topical yes. Things is what and one thing that we we have a new pastor, and uh, one thing that he wants us to do, and we're working uh, and we're doing it is whatever he's preaching about, whatever his study series mm-hmm. is, he wants that reflected into the uh, children's worship on their level. Right. Which really you have to find some things to oh, yeah, work with that and uh, but the one good thing is is that whatever the parents are uh, uh, being taught yeah. in corporate worship their kids are getting it that's too good, yeah. so that's the, the the thinking behind it they hear the same like passages and and so uh, so yeah so but yeah no I'm not saying a whole set well no, I mean no, we no. were doing that like when I came they, they were doing the orange curriculum yeah and with the 252 basically mm-hmm. or whatever and it every month it, yes. it wanted you to reset a whole yeah, thing yeah. and all and they were, were not really doing it the, that like that anyway mm-hmm. but um, I was like I just can't do change no. that out every so much. So no. I, I, mean, I would do a month, like a two month or a quarter mm-hmm. overall theme, like I did a pirate theme or whatever. Right. But we did lessons that you know we changed them. Right. Like it wasn't all about. Yeah. We just had a pirate visit and tell about help you know or whatever. Right. But something. I, you but know. is that? Not, I, I just I don't think we have to do that much fluff mm-hmm. to. No, to, to and, teach kids. and we're talking Am about this as we go on down. But the one thing that uh, I, that that I think we ought to do as directors and volunteers and ministers in this children's ministry, church worship, we need to as much as possible reflect on what uh, make it reflect as what they're doing in corporate worship. Yeah. As much as possible. It needs to look. Yeah, if y'all I mean, were doing a full service, I yes. would. So, you know, that's that would be what that's my goal is to I don't I mean, now the songs that they're singing in corporate worship, uh I try to if they uh I try to find that song in a video that we can sing yes. so they can hear it mm-hmm. and then they're also singing in corporate worship, but then, you know, um like they're not gonna watch a lot of videos in corporate worship. But they'll get that in children's worship. But you well, got to think you about do their different minds. Songs every week, like they would. Like I, I tend to, you know, for a month, mm-hmm. four to six weeks, they want to do the same song. Yeah, just and repetition is good. good. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah, so repetition is good. Where do you get a lot of your songs from? Uh, we get it a lot from uh, worship house kids. YouTube. <laughs> well, yeah, you have to be careful now. YouTube. I know. But uh, worship house kids is a, a good website to get things from. Uh, then, it's, then they have a youth version called uh, Youth Worship House. And then there's just Worship House. It's worshiphouse.com. Now do you buy like a subscription to them? Or? No, they're, the way they work, you buy per song mm-hmm. or per video. Yeah. So. Um, just build your file up. and. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't have it written out uh, yet, but uh, Jeff Slaughter's doing a monthly subscription now, and you can get a download a song from him or song or two each month. He's producing new music, so uh, if you go to his website, he'll uh, jeffslaughter.com, you can see that. But that's where some of that stuff you know comes from. So, all right. So repetition is good if you you know if you. Um, uh, Using if you do the have like an, a theme or something and you repeat those a uh, song that helps kids kids learn more. Uh, we uh, set up uh, where well, we talk about designing a, a worship that reflects the church worship. I think as much as possible, you know the the same elements of our corporate worship, uh, praying, um, then also. Uh, Offering time, if you include that, they 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 need to feel that rhythm or that order of worship. It kind of, it needs to be uh, 
something that they're used to so that when they go to family worship on the fourth so Sunday, it's not too much culture shock. You, you know, they kind of, even with our third, fourth, and fifth graders, the, the pastor's outline that he gives out to the congregation, I give out to them, and I let them fill in the blanks. And it helps them to start thinking about taking notes hey, and, um, and listening to the messages. Because the notes or the, the fill in the blank outlines on the screen anyways in our corporate worship, and we use the same, uh, uh, same slides in children's worship, and so they're learning to take notes as well. But the thing with children's worship, you know, we all know you gotta be flexible. I mean, because um, not everything works every time. You have to get to know your kids. Uh, Josh, I'm sure you're getting to know a, a new group of kids, right? And everybody's different. You had to figure out what works with them. What are their talents? Yeah, that things are ready. And Sunday, yeah. that was for us. Yeah. We just moved our kindergartens up, and we had we didn't know we was going to have 31 kindergartens yeah. come in for the first time. Yeah. And one of our leaders was teaching, and normally she does 15, 20 minutes. Right. She did an eight-minute lesson. Uh, well, we still <laughs> had 35 minutes to go. Oh, bless. With, yeah. with uh, over 100 kids in there, and a third of them was kindergartners. So we kind of whisked everybody out and yeah. <laughs> took up a little more time. That's right. So you had to be flexible, and you got to have... Uh, additional plans uh -huh. because if you don't, my the rule is if we don't have plans for our kids, uh -huh. what do they got? They, they take over. They oh, got they some plans, right? She must have been a school teacher and had learned the one minute per age. <laughs> she knew, right. she's never done so we got point two, uh, second step or yeah, second. Yeah. So we got to toss it two times. You got to toss it to somebody. It's got to be tossed two oh, times. Somebody on the second time, somebody's got to catch it and look for number two. So what's, what's, pull out number two there. It says, understand the kids' culture. Okay, so you got to understand kids and youth, like you're, like you're thinking. <laughs> All right, so understanding kids, that is a whole conference in itself. But uh, we do have to understand what, what works with kids. What do they like to listen to? Uh, what... Uh, what uh, intrigues your kids, all right? So some things that we can think about is we need to create a worship service on their level. Now, uh, when we're trying to uh, listen, or you take the message that the, that the pastor's preaching in the main worship service and we try to put it down, bring it over to children, we have to look at uh, what the subject matter is. Are they gonna understand that concept? And if they're not, then we have to rearrange that to try to teach it so that they can understand it. But you need to select songs uh, that engages the kids, um, messages that's going to engage with them, and activities. And you know the way you know if it works or not because if they get it, they're into it, and if they're not, they're not into it. And that lets you know, okay, we're not going to do that song next time, and we're not going to do that activity next time. But um, or like, can we do that again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can we do um, that again? When they want to do that again, you know that that's, that's definitely a home run right there, right? Um, one thing too, it, when we're doing, when we're having children's worship and you're introducing songs, it's good to teach them what those songs mean. Yes. What's the phrases? What does that mean? Uh, because some of those concepts may not be uh, understandable for a, a first grader. A fifth grader could probably understand it, but a, fifth, a first grader can't. So taking time to explain the song before you sing it is uh, really helpful uh, to them. Uh, even relating scripture to that song. We're, what part of scripture does that, uh, is this song talking about? And what part of theology is that about? Um, so teach uh, God's word and biblical truth when you're doing children's worship, I think the main thing is that we have to make sure we're teaching godly truth. I mean, we've got to uh, have, uh, let these kids know where we're getting God's word, where we're getting these, uh, the message from. We let every kid in, in children's worship open up a Bible. And this is where I use yes. the fifth and fourth graders because the first and second graders sometimes mm -hmm. struggle finding a Bible. I mean, find a book of the Bible or wherever. But we take time and let the fifth graders, 
come help the first grader. Mm -hmm. So that's a leadership with role. The, uh, with the owner, mm -hmm. with the younger to kind of help yeah. them. And, show and, them. Yeah. and so we let them help them, but we all read it together. Right. And mm -hmm. so uh, my thing I like to do, I like to, as we're reading along, I kind of like to stop and then let the kids fill in the blanks, so to speak, so that I know that they're listening that they're following along. So uh, letting them uh, know that they're we're reading this out of God's Word. Um, so the uh, when we talk about uh, knowing kids' culture, I mean, there's a lot of silly songs out there in children's worship, okay? And I think there's a time and a place for all of them, you know? Uh, to me, those upbeat silly songs are something good as kids are coming in yeah. uh, while they're getting settled, that type of thing. Um, then maybe at the end, while you're waiting for pickup or something, they want to do a fun song. Uh, but I think there has to be a definite definition from from silly to let's bring it down to where we're going to worship the Lord. And um, so... Okay, I need you to define that. Cause yeah. To me, a silly song is my pastor leading Pizza Hut song oh. in Bible school or something. <laughs> I mean, that to me, well, I, I, I don't use something like that on Yeah. Sunday, I'm just saying... You, you mean like um just something it could be uh like i'm just thinking of of um like when joe slaughter does the party song oh, okay. P A R T Y yeah. that and it could even be you know just it there's probably no scripture value in it no okay yeah. <laughs> there's nothing yeah, theological about that song it's just a song that's transitioning maybe to get them you know Yes, I got Sigged you. up I got or whatever. But we when have you... dance. We have dance time too. Uh, I found some. Toby Matt has uh, uh, some videos that are Lego mm -hmm. to his worship songs. Okay. And they love yeah. to watch these Legos just appear. You know, yeah. There, it's like a Lego watching a Lego movie, but it's to his uh, to some of his mm -hmm. songs. I think in the. The company that produced it's called Snails Eat Pizza or something like that. So <laughs> okay. they just think that's hilarious. But There's, uh, they love to watch. I think of songs like um, "Every Move I Make I Make with yes. You." I mean, that's 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 the logical. I mean, that's Jesus, true. But, it's but I think song. it's it's a, yeah. a silly song. You know, you kind of working on the okay. end. Okay. Well, I've got a version like this. A lot of mine that they marked. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. I guess on my nerves, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got a song that the kids love. It's called Roundup. It has. I use it for whenever we're doing a Sunday school promotion to bring a friend, and we sing Roundup. It's a Western song. Okay. And they love it, but they okay. want to sing it all the time. And I'm like, no, we're not singing it all the time. But they love this song called Roundup. Okay. And so, anyways. But, uh, but you know, just there has to be a, a different definition. You know, just don't do silly songs. You've got to do songs that are, are, are very, you know, that incorporate more worship and more uh, biblical uh, truth in it. Um, you know, ask your kids, what's, what are they listening to? What style of music are they listening to? I mean, because what we listen to is different from what they listen to. And if you're not up to date on what kids are listening to, you can easily download from Google, go to Nickelodeon and say, and uh, then they give you the top 100 uh, kid or the top 10 kids songs of the year, the top 10 movies of the year. You can see what they're watching. And uh, so if you ever watch the Nickelodeon Awards, um, they tell you that you can find out uh, what what is where the trends are? But survey your kids, and if there is a if there's a certain style of song, there's probably a style of Christian music that way too that yeah. could that could uh, be used in your worships. All right. Now the use of hand and arm motions in songs. Now I think kids pick up on lyrics and truths, biblical truths and picks up on memorizing songs using hand motions. I mean, I like the hand motions, but I had a girl one time who was in fifth grade and she quit coming to children's worship. And I asked her, I finally after she stopped coming, I said, I said, Charlie Ray, why are you not coming to children's worship anymore? And she just basically says, I hate doing hand motions. Yes. I hate doing hand motions. And it dawned on me, oh my goodness, we do a lot of hand motions. We put hand motions. And that kind of changed my look at some songs. 
And I went, you know what? We don't have to do hand motions to every song because when they do go to corporate worship, we're not really doing hand motions. And I'm going to tell you the most sweetest times of worship that I have experienced leading kids and uh, being in children's worship is when they're just doing what they yes. worship in the way they want to. Right. I mean, some of them will do, a, will do a hand motion. I'll see kids just start lifting a hand. I'll see them just closing their eyes and just swaying. And to me, that is powerful. I mean, right. that is more meaningful. And, you know, God loves that just as much. And he loves hand motions too. But, but it, there's a, I think there's a time to do hand motions and I think there's a time to just let the Spirit do what He needs to do. You know, force and, them. I mean, we usually have a group of kids up front that yeah, are in motion. Right. But no, I, I, I do ask them, I said, I do want you to stand up. Mm -hmm. You can at least stand up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, you don't, have right. to, you don't have to sing. And you we start, to, but you're going to be respectful of it. For if they didn't want to sing, okay, do the motions. If you don't like singing, because some don't even want to sing. Right. They're not a vocal. Yeah. So I was like, mm -hmm. okay, do the motions or whatever else. Right. So we, you know, and we use, and I think I'll talk, I don't know if I talked about it already, but I, I start in the, the winter preparing for a vacation Bible school praise team. That praise team is my praise team that I use on Sunday morning to help lead music. They come up on stage. And ever since I started using the kids on stage like that, and I just only use like third, fourth, and fifth graders. And I do have some sixth and seventh graders that will come in there and help but they uh but they'll stand on stage because something about kids seeing kids lead you know they feel a part of it instead of just seeing me or another adult so we use use those and but the songs that we don't do hand motions on i just tell them i say no you know you just do what you feel led to do and then the kids just you know the ones that don't like to do hand motions, then they don't feel out of place and they can worship the way they want to. So, uh, so anyway, that's something to think about if you're, if you're you know, uh, using a lot of hand motions and things. Uh, then just being still. There's times in, in uh, worship you need to be still. And just, I know that's hard for kids to be still, but what I mean by that, you know, you don't have to worry about a hand motion. You don't, you know, you may just be listening to a song. Um, you may be listening to a mission story or, or something like that. But being still, that, uh, it allows times for kids to uh, enjoy singing without having to worry about, um, you know, any kind of motion or movement or anything like that. All right. All right, number three. You got to pass it three times. <laughs> one. Oh, is that, is that one? one two. All right, two. two. All right, got it one more time. Three. All right, pull number three out. All right, so you got to practice. Now, this is something that is kind of hard to do, but it really helps. And that's really practicing what you're going to do there on Sunday morning. Um, usually the times when I mess up the most, the most that uh, things are going to go wrong, is when I haven't went through what I want to do with my uh, children's worship, with the people that's going to help me. And it's hard to get everybody together, but usually for me it's on Wednesday nights when, um, when we do Wednesday night services, when I meet with my sound guy. And if I got something special on stage that I need done, I'll get that person to come in and go over it as well. But uh, but it helps to go order to go over what you're going to do. You need to create an order of worship. Uh, you need to know a step by step what comes next. If you got somebody running sound, I've been I've ran sound for somebody before, and it's the pressure point. Y'all know that if you served in ministry and music, it's the pressure point. It's where, if anything's going to go wrong, what happens? Where, do, where does everybody look? They, yeah, look at, they look at the sound person, right? So uh, create an order of worship so that person knows what you're going to do. And if you're using any kind of media, go ahead and test it. Make sure it's working. 
I can't tell you how many Sundays I've gotten up and I hadn't tested a DVD that we were doing, and guess what? It wouldn't play. It wouldn't play. It had a piece of dirt on it. It had a scratch. And oh no. If you didn't have plan B, the kids have a plan, right? So it's good to test that out before Sunday. Because if you've got, um, a, if it's something's not working, something didn't download right, uh, you're in trouble. I, I can't, uh, this has happened several times. There's something that I see, and I'm not really good at downloading everything and then getting it to from my PC to the Mac. So I usually just let my sound guy do that. And when I'll get him there on Sunday morning. I'm like, I really saw this. I'm going to do this. And then he starts downloading it. Well, do you know what happens to the internet when all the people come into the church with all their their devices? It shuts down, right? It's slow. Sunday mornings are not the time to download stuff, you know, uh, in your church because it's just that you never know what the internet's going to do. Amen. So, as much as possible, get it done beforehand and practice it. Make sure everything loads right. The music's are running. Everything's in order, and um, and you just have to make sure that technology is running right. Now, technology, uh, a lot of times, I, uh, my pastor says it, and I believe it. I think it's of Satan, you know, because it, it, if it can go wrong, it's going to go, you know, he loves to get a hold of our technology. So uh, be ready for a backup plan on technology, because if it, if it breaks, it's going to break on Sunday. It's just like the air works at church every day of the week. But then on Sunday, it breaks. That's when your technology is usually going to break. Um, if you've got lighting, if you're doing lighting in your worship uh, services, you know, you got to make sure that uh, you're, that's ready to go. But, um, but if you're using a praise team with kids, it's good to practice with them. I mean, even if you practice with them, just say once a month and say, hey, these are the songs we're going to do, and let's just go through them. You know, practice with them. Let them... And a lot of times you have to teach these kids what worship really is. Because if you put these kids up in front of other kids and they're like, you know, humdrum and then they don't really know how to act, then they're doing you a disservice. So rehearse with them, teach them what, how they're supposed to magnify God so that the other kids can do that as well. And then props. If you're using props, uh, make sure those are in place. That you've got uh, things ready to pull. If you're doing an object lesson, make sure those are, are ready for you. All right. So I said that's number three. All right. Let's do number four. Let's see. All right. So I'll, throw, I'll toss it one. One. Now we gotta go four. Two. <laughs> three. Right. I'll let. Let's be four. All right, pull number four out. All right, smooth transitions. Yeah, so uh, all of us want to have the best uh, children's worship session as we can, but we got to make sure transitions are smooth. So you got to think about, uh, Caroline, you were talking about uh, your, your transitions of kids coming in is crazy, right? So, uh, so working on making sure those kids are getting dropped off maybe you know a different holding cell for those kids I don't know uh, when because if kids come in to if we have kids that won't um, that may not come to Sunday school and then but they're coming for children's work but they show up 15 minutes or 20 minutes yeah, early what I'm what I'm got, oh, yeah. so what uh, a lot of times we will do um, in our worship room I will have on the screen uh, and from that um, worship house kids you can get some countdowns that has questions that about scripture or things that they kind of have to multiple choice that they kind of oh. have to guess you can have that running it depending upon what Sunday school curriculum that you have you may if your Sunday school curriculum has a DVD series with it mm -hmm. you could have that DVD playing and that kid goes in and listens to that um, DVD while they're waiting for the other kids to come in and they're getting the message from Sunday school and that DVD I like. we use the gospel project and it has um, the Bible story on on DVD so I'll put I have put that DVD on 
And while the kids have come in, they've heard the Bible story. So even though they didn't come to the early word, I mean, come to Sunday school, they still got to hear the Bible story as they were coming in. So that may be a holding cell. I say a holding cell, you know, we a place for them. Clipboards that we put in the seats, like a hundred clipboards in their seat, uh -huh. and then whatever the story is for that day, we have a clipboard with a pencil, and we have an activity. It's a word find, picture find uh, that goes yeah. with the story, and they work on that till we start. Oh, that's takes, good. It takes us about fifteen minutes to transition. Yeah kids in because they were Sunday school classes. Have an activity out. sheet. And uh, we just put it on the clipboard because we don't have tables in there. There's not enough. Right. Time. They have chairs like this just about. Yeah. Uh, and have them in their seats. And they get points for that. We give them points when they go out the door. They have them done. And right. We let them spend their points. We have a little Bible store. Yeah. Store that's a good idea. There. I like that. I like uh, that. That's good. All right. So, uh, um, when you talk about transitions, we, we talk about music a little bit. You know, transition with, uh, start off with fast songs, and then that raises their energy level, but then transition to slower songs that help them more reflect and express, express love to God. Consider the volume during worship. I, I know, I can tell from my kids, if it's too loud, they'll start doing this. And I will tell, and you have to be careful and watch, be sensitive to those kids. And I'll tell my sound guy, bring it down. Because if I see kids doing this and if it, it, it's, it's, it's too loud. Well, you're not, they're not able to worship. Mm -mm, no, no, they're not. So, uh, so be aware of that. Um, even our voice, you know, we, uh, we can't control the way the, re the crowd uh, responds by the way we use our voice. If we're speaking really loud, then, you know, they're probably going to be really loud. But uh, I know that when I bring my voice down soft, they'll listen. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you just have to practice that. Um, yeah, I have visited other churches, and I hear the praise teams, mm -hmm. and I just cringe because you learn in education school that any sound louder than the old-fashioned alarm clocks oh, yeah. permanently damages your ear. Oh, yeah. It's like going to a rock concert or yeah. something. But any sound louder than the old-fashioned ring alarm wow. clocks permanently kills those little hairs yeah. in your ear, and you have permanent ear damage. Oh, yeah. It's like working on a flight line. And you have that, have that ringing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, use prayer as a time of transition. I think some of y'all really don't hear prayer. Uh, even using like a prayer board uh, at the end, take requests, let children pray on a volunteer basis. And we, I do my best to, to have the kids uh, pray. I like to have a prayer at the very beginning to start us off. I like to have a prayer going from a song to the message and then offering. And I try to incorporate three kids as much as possible. And you know, maybe kids that they're learning how to pray out loud. It's hard to pray out loud, mm -hmm. but they're learning, and uh, and you can get some of the sweetest prayers. You can get, I mean, some kids may come up and they may say the blessing of the food. You know, but you know what? God honors it. You know, but they, uh, but you know, they're they're learning to pray out loud. I think that's huge for them. So. Uh, take prayer requests from the kids. I mean, you know, it's and you know, it's really good when you start hearing kids start praying for their teachers. Uh, they're praying for people who are sick, you know, and things like that. And you know, that lets you know they're getting it, you know, and that they can take their cares to the Lord. All right, next uh, fifth thing. Let's do five. All right. Got to toss it five times. Here we go. Miss Mary, she didn't get the next one. Two, three, four, five. Pull number five out right there. Go ahead. What is number five? All right. It means to program up. All right. So number five, program up. What does that mean? Well, that means. One of the biggest things I ever learned about uh, about uh, doing children's worship is to not develop the program or the service based on your first grader, 
but you develop it for your fifth grade or whatever your oldest grade is. Because if you target the younger one, what's going to happen to the fourth and fifth grade? They're going. And if you want to get more specific, you target your service to engage the fourth and fifth grade boy. All right? If you can get the fourth and fifth grade boys or whatever age yours goes up to, then you can get everybody else engaged. It will fall into place. And so um, Sunday, uh, we were doing a song, and my new fifth grade boys, I put them on this, uh, I put the fifth grade boys and girls on stage, and I said, these are our new leaders of our, of our children's ministry, and they're going to lead us in a song. And these boys who play football, soccer, I mean, they're all into all this sports stuff and everything, they were doing leading worship, doing hand motions and everything. And I said, okay, so if they can do it, then all these little ones can do it. And I said, you know, I try, I, I would say, t- I was trying to teach them. I said, you are the leaders of these new first graders that have come up to kindergarten, uh, from kindergarten, and you are setting the example for them. And so, so if you can design your messages so they can get it, and then uh, the songs where they can get it as well. And I'm not gonna say they're not always gonna behave and want to pay attention, but if you think of that in mind, the, the sound of your music. One of my big things is, I don't like a lot of kitty sounds in my children's worship with first to f- uh, fifth graders. It went, and every time I play a song, and the main vocal person sounds like a real young girl kid, the fifth grader, especially the fifth grade boys, I see them laughing. And I ha- you, you almost have to use the sound of a regular adult band with, uh, there's just a, spe- there's a, uh, there's a, you, you don't want to use an older tone, but there's a, a kind of a medium tone where it maybe has some female vocals in it and it does have some uh, male vocals in it. It's just it's just a, a nicer sound than it is just hearing a little kid sound. But the the first graders will get it, but your fifth, your fourth and fifth graders will not get it. So uh, that's what I like to kind of uh, the songs we like, the sound I want to have in those songs. So um, so you got to make sure when you. When you design your worship and you think about that, you got a program up, program up for that uh, fifth grader. All right, and last one, number six. We'll just read number six because I don't want to keep y'all over. All right, uh, have a takeaway. How many of you do a takeaway that goes away uh, each week, like a take-home sheet yeah. or a they summary? The, you know, we use the small group, so they have the sheet from the lesson. Okay, so that's good. So that's good they get the sheet from we the lesson. The, we, I ran off something. Whatever the story is. Okay. We started doing our sheets. our new pastor that came in. Well, we he, did Bible story. He wanted to do a thing called a family card. And we do a family card. And since we're teaching the same message in uh, children's worship that they're learning it as they're, being, as they're hearing in adult worship, uh, I come up with questions that they can um, answer with their parents. So the front of the card will have whatever we're studying. Our passage and on the back is a just some questions that the kids uh, answer. And I always say, go stump your parents, see if they listen in worship. Yes. You know, see if they can answer them. And because the questions that I go over or have on that card, I specifically make sure we we cover those questions. And so they, so the family gets a card as they go home, and hopefully they're taking them and they're talking about them as they going home. So I've had families say we love that; it's good. And um, but that's just one little. Uh, it's just a small card, uh, uh, index size card that I just um, copy off and everything. But something that you can give out to your kids so that the parents knows what they've learned, what you've been studying in your worship, and that can make a connection to that family. Uh, uh, so that child can talk about what they've been studying, all right? All right, so up here we talked about, you wrote up here some worship songs that, that you use. Uh, Power Shuffle, Fruit of the Spirit song. All right, we got uh, Every Move I Make, Speech, Speak Life, that's good. 
And then your VBS music. Yeah, your VBS music, I use it all the time through the year uh, because the kids remember it. Yeah. And even years past, you can pull that out and use. They have um, favorites. Do what now? They have favorites. Yeah. yeah. And Only Jesus, that's good one way. Um, Only Jesus is a video I found that it's it's adult singing, mm -hmm. but there's two. It's the video is like green with these two. You can see these forms of these two adults leading some motions yeah. that they sing to, but they're more of a, a dancing type thing. Okay. It's not like the worship song, uh, you know, the same worship song. It's a right. different one, but it's very. Uh, you know, who's able to forgive? It, it's a really good worship mm -hmm. song for. Worship song yeah, from Big Church. Yeah, anytime you can sing the same songs from Worship Church. Closing out your service with prayer, right? And small groups, prayer. Those are good. Um, we didn't talk much about the different... We talked about a little bit about messages, but doing your Bible summary visuals, object lessons are really good with your kids. Um, and then, let's see... Um, your opening songs and dance. We sing group things are good. And then like group games. You gotta be careful with games. One of the things that I had a family come up to me and said, we will not come back to children's worship. I'm like, oh my goodness, why? What have I done? And they said, you don't, uh, they don't like to come because you don't do a lot of recreation. And I went, well, what do you mean by that? And they said, well, you don't, you know, you're not playing ball or doing any kind of games like that with them. I went, well, I'm trying to imitate what you're doing in adult worship. Will there ever be a volleyball net or yeah. in the adult worship? Yeah. And they said, no. I said, well, there's never going to be an adult uh, volleyball net in here. We're not going to play games unless I'm using something for an object lesson. I said, is there a basketball hoop in the worship center? No, well, we're not going to be throwing, yeah. shooting hoops. Kind of mad at me because I stopped the teachers from taking them to the playground. Yeah. For the last twenty minutes, so That's I'm not. You get one now. hour. Yeah. Some of these kids will not have a Bible lesson, and and some of mine we live at the lake, so mm -hmm. like summer. I mean, I saw some of my kids one time last yeah. summer. I said, I'm not. They can play. That's what throwing. They play all the time. I said, yeah, oh, Lord. You know what the average, uh, uh, average now for That's a family right. to come to church? Have y'all heard what the new statistic mm -hmm. is? Once a month. It used to be twice. Yeah, I believe. But now it's once a month. You're lucky to get a family once a month. So we have to uh, we have to be careful with the games and games. You can do some video games. When I say video games, I'm not talking about. Game Boy type things yeah. or Wii. I'm talking about uh, you can uh, PowerPoint games yeah. where you answer questions and things like that. But that's well, good. they do games on Wednesday night at yeah. church after RSG, yeah. friends, team kids, yeah. whatever they're yeah. having at that yeah. time. Yeah. That's fine. There's a place for that. Yeah. Yeah. But not on Sunday morning in my designated worship time. When you got so. little girls in dresses and they're Yeah, exactly, and exactly. And I, I thought Sylvester was a poor town, but Probably twenty percent, no, 10% at least of our church, 10 or 15% have houses at St. George or Mexico Beach, had them, or um, Panama City. All right, well, hopefully, you've got some practical ideas to be yeah. thinking about your children's worship, what you're going to start, uh, and how you can uh, do these things, make a plan understand the culture, practice a little bit more, program up, and have some work on your transitions and uh, uh, as you think about your children's worship. So thank you so much. Let me pray for you as we dismiss, all right? God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this time of learning today, Father. And uh, Lord, we just pray for safety as we travel back to our homes tonight. We thank you, and we give you all the honor, glory, and praise in your name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you all for being here. Amen. Oh man, I'm gonna stick on that. And like I said, well, uh, if you come back tomorrow, the uh, the session at the three fifteen one, I think uh, we, we're going to talk about different worship, where to get your, where to get worship uh, uh, ideas and websites and curriculum and stuff. So that's what we'll talk about then. All right, thank, thank y'all. Take some candy if y'all want some candy.